the CMXU Rookie Report, brought to you by KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, and Gas Gas Canada. Also brought to you by Racetech and Charlie Johnson Racing, with your host, Ryan Gauld. to Canadian Motocross Unfiltered one more time during the week here. We are trying to pump out as much information, as many podcasts, data, all kinds of nonsense to keep you listening to everything that we do. And we got another good one here. Um, this was supposed to be some sort of like rookie report or check in with the new beginner guys, but I changed it up this week. Uh, before we get the chance to talk to the man on the line, I want to give a shout out to KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada and Gas Gas Canada for supporting the podcast as well as race tech suspension and uh charlie johnson racing thank you guys for joining in and uh drinking the kool-aid that myself newf and ken have tried to create and hopefully everybody's enjoying it and this is going to be a good one i've only ever sat down and chatted with this guy once and it was only for a tv interview way back in the covid years but i wanted to chat with him because he had a great weekend uh maybe a privateer hero working class lunchbox racer uh, we'll work on the name right now, but uh, on the line with me is Parker Eels. Parker, first off, thanks for giving me your time, and um, I guess I call you right when work is done. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, just uh, wrapped up the day, and uh, yeah, we're doing this phone call right now. Uh, okay, first off, what is it you do for work? Uh, I work in the like civil construction industry, so you know we do all the utilities and dig foundations and all the fun stuff. Uh, I'm fortunate to run my own job for the company that I work for. So I'm a foreman, which kind of, you know, that helps with the racing side of things because I can kind of schedule and make it work for myself, you know? So that's what I do on the day-to-day. Have you been doing that for, how long have you been doing this? Because I, I feel like you weren't doing that when the, the COVID year, when you were on the road the whole time there with Springman. Yeah, luckily for 2020 and 2021, I was able to uh, take the summer off and go out there with Kyle. I think, uh, whole shot buying that trailer and all that had a bit of an influence in me getting the summer off because uh i worked for my dad and i think he saw that and he was like oh, okay maybe this is kind of you know this is kind of a little bit more legit than maybe he thought so fortunately i was able to take the summer off those two years but pretty much since i've you know turned pro when i was you know 17 18 i've pretty much maintained a full-time full-time gig other than those two summers okay cool okay so uh let's get into uh 2023 um last year uh, had an injury at round was it a drum heller he got hurt no Kamloops. no it was uh the first round of the east so that was walton the three sprint oh it was like okay my bad photo. oh totally bad okay i, I knew i knew you, you got cut short last year I, I thought it was on the west um uh since that time um just kind of give us the you know the update of what you've been doing i know you you won the arena cross series with future, future west uh, and then to present day, just kind of give us uh, the update from, I guess, basically back to uh, Canada, Canada Day long weekend until till this day. Yeah, so unfortunately, broke my skateboard, so couldn't really do much all summer other than uh, work with one hand. So that's pretty much what I did and uh, <laughs> probably worked the most amount of hours I ever have, to be totally honest, which helped, uh, helped for, for some things in the future. So, yeah, did the arena cross, which was great, was able to win that uh title or championship whatever you want to call it and then uh i think the biggest thing i did last year going into this year was doing a bit of supercross i uh me and kyle springman were actually joking about it in the fall i'm like i'm just gonna buy a 250 and i'm just gonna make it work because 
with the industry, with what I do for work, we get a little bit slow in the winter time and we take a couple weeks off during Christmas and all that. So I was able to take, I think, four and a half, five weeks off over Christmas into New Year's to do a couple rounds of Supercross, which was uh, probably one of the coolest experiences of my life, for sure. Yeah, um, uh, again, you know, didn't make a main event, but we're awesome following Canada. Um, so did, we'll talk about that, actually, before we get into what's going on this year. Uh, pretty cool. Like, uh, it's... It's not easy. Um, you don't get the practice Supercross. Yes, future West Arena Cross, you get a little bit of, you know, you learn transitions and things like that, but it's not the same. Um, you did pretty good, like, it, and you said, like, it was it was a great experience, super fun. Um, you know, it's it's very, um, it's, it's welcoming, yet scary. Like, I mean, you know, you can pay your money and sign up, but it's not like you're uh, blackballed, if you will. Like, you know, you get your practice, you get your time and stuff like that just give me give me your thoughts on that whole experience because again i was watching i was cheering um you know didn't make a main but i don't know if that was something that you expected to do but uh pretty cool i did it i did it back in my day it was always i don't know pretty it just like a really neat thing and to uh to ride in in front of the people and on the tracks and be a part of you know probably guys that were your heroes at some time i I bet you that thing was uh you know ticked off the bucket list yeah for sure i'm it was one of those things where it's it's probably only going to get harder to do as I get older. So I was like, you know what, this is the year I'm going to do it. Cause you know, this may be the only year I ever do it. I don't really know for next year, but yeah, kind of dates back to, uh, early 2022. I think I was talking with Colin Duran and he was saying, I'm going to do Seattle. You should do it too. I'm like, Oh man, I haven't even ridden a super cross track, but <laughs> luckily at that time it was, uh, kind of late Christmas, New Year's, early January, 2022. And I was, I went to California with Kyle for two weeks just to, you know, get some riding in and get out of the crappy weather we had. And I was able to do up a set of Supercross suspension. And I rode a couple days at Hemet Supercross, which just kind of a little bit more came down. I'm like, you know what? I think I can do this. So I signed up for Seattle, did Seattle in 2022, 450 class. Luckily, I think there was only 41 guys. I qualified 37th or 38th did the night show, did the LCQ. I'm like, oh, this is this is so cool. So I was like, you know what? Next year I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to do it. And yeah, so that's what I did. I went down this year, a couple weeks before A1. Unfortunately, it rained pretty much every day. I think I got about five or six days on the bike before A1, which, you know, that definitely made things tough. And there was a lot of guys this year, and making that top 40 was was really tough. I didn't even make it for the three rounds that I did, but I think I learned a lot. And luckily I did Seattle, didn't ride Supercross at all for almost two and a half months when I came home after Anaheim three and rode some arena cross for a day or two and went to Seattle and made the night show and, you know, had a blast doing it. And thankful I was able to do it. It's, um, you know, it's, you know, when you become a racer and you've obviously won local motos and you got like that first place trophy, you know, it's like the win. And then you go down there and you're just another guy, basically you're a guy, you paid your money and you do what it is. But the fulfillment that you probably get over like what a fan would see or like people like, why would he do that? That's so dumb. You know, like the way our Canadian people sometimes talk, um, uh, it's, it's, it's probably got to feel good. Again, you're paid for it yourself too. Um, do you, do, yep. you, do you give yourself a little pat on the back being like, you know what? I don't give a shit what people think or what, you know, I mean, like not a lot of people nowadays get out of their comfort zone. And I feel like I give you props for that. I think that's very respectable and very commendable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're definitely just another guy down there. Like you said, compared to, you know, winning local races or winning the arena cross championship or whatever you want to call it. Like you go down there and you're kind of like a fish out of water, but it, 
like I said, it was one of those things like, yeah, it was a ton of money, pretty much, you know, <laughs> I spent a lot of money doing it, but it's one of those things, you know, it might never happen again. And, you know, you only live once and to be able to experience something like that, you know, it was something I didn't want to, didn't not want to do, you know? So I think just having the progress every week and all that was probably like the coolest thing about it. Like from day one to day, I mean, I didn't even ride a ton just with the weather, but like from Anaheim one, man, I did not ride good, but to Anaheim three, like just to see the progress in like two and a half, three weeks was like, it was such a good feeling. And then even Seattle was probably the best round. And I didn't even really practice for, you know, I came home after a three and didn't really do a whole lot of riding. And I went to Seattle and probably had the best result out of any of the rounds. It felt good, like, even to get 12th in the LTQ. It was just a cool feeling, like, hey, we can do this, you know? Yeah, very commendable, man. Well, good on you, dude, and uh, way, way to show that, uh, you know, sort of put put your money where your mouth is, not that you're mouthing off, but put your money down and, and just do it on your own. I, I love that. I've always been a, a, an advocate of, of guys to do that, so high fives to that one. Um, so let's catch up to current time. Um, we're two rounds into the uh, 2023 season. Um Two good rounds. Uh, uh, obviously, round one was the track-wise and, and stuff like that, and I don't think we need to beat that old bush. I'm sure you were probably like everybody else that wasn't super comfy and everything like that. But this past round, um, like you're like you're legit, Parker. Like that's and you work all week long. Um, just talk to me about coming into this weekend. Obviously, you, uh, you obviously didn't work all week because you did some W can motos, but um, like it, it must feel pretty good. Uh, having the finish that you had there, uh, it was six seven, right, or seven six? Yeah, six seven, six seven. I yeah, yeah. Like super impressive. Um, uh, you know, in the field, yeah, obviously, the, you know, I'm sure you think it too. The 450 maybe doesn't have arguably as the the depth and the names like the 250, but from fifth uh, through tenth in the 450 class, you guys are legit, strong, good, solid racers, and uh, you and Daniel five six on the day, like. I thought that was pretty cool, and that's why I wanted to touch base with you. I thought it was a very, uh, very good. And I, that isn't your best finish, though, right? Because you didn't you not get a fifth before? I did get a fifth at Deschambault yes. in twenty twenty one in the one moto format when uh, I think I think we lost what four four of the top guys that weekend. So right. Oh yeah, that's was, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool for sure. But I think this one was a little bit more special because I think we had a couple more, you know, legitimate or team or however you want to call it guys like it was more of a solid line everybody was there there's nobody missing in 450 yeah for sure right. but yeah going the weekend was great like yeah round one you know i thought it would have been a bit my style because the super crossy type section like you know i have a bit of experience with that but i think i don't know maybe i just got it in my head that i wasn't a fan of it and i just i struggled i did not ride good and uh yeah pretty pissed i was pretty pissed off after that weekend driving home by myself on Sunday I'm like oh, what what am I doing but uh, you know regrouped had a great week at uh, the West End had a couple good motos went up there Wednesday night after work raced Thursday Friday I wanted to race Saturday and I know the new probably wasn't too happy that you know a lot of us didn't but <laughs> yes. I was I was done Saturday morning I'm like I'm taking the day off Sunday Sunday's the day but yeah Sunday was awesome great from practice I felt great qualifying you know, got good starts. It was, uh, no, it was a great day for sure. So, um, you said you drove by yourself. What the, where's, what the hell is Springman doing? Where's your bro? He couldn't make that round. He's, uh, 
he's selling bikes at Whole Shop Motorsports now. So, you know, uh, Tuesday to Saturday is their uh, schedule. I mean, I had the, my girlfriend with me, but uh, she's not too comfortable driving the truck and trailer home. So that was a long, long drive myself, you know. <laughs> so you didn't have a mechanic then? Uh, my dad actually came. Okay. For, uh, just for the day, he flew there like Saturday morning, and then flew home sun Saturday night actually. But yeah, yeah, Kyle, Kyle was busy. The real mechanic, you know. Dads are the best. <laughs> eh? They'll go out of their way like that. He probably got no sleep and come out and help you do that. Yeah, no, it was solid. I yeah. appreciate what he did. Um, why? Why? Uh, I mean, obviously, I guess it's a home track. Not like you're from Kamloops, but you put your laps and stuff. Why does this weekend? sort of feel good work out so well uh like why did it go as good as it did um i know that you are in good shape you're kind of a, a warrior you're a you know the lunchbox racer guy now i guess but uh why did this one go so well what was it about it that made it sort of give you that confidence uh i don't like i think right from thursday practice at the west end i just felt good and i think i just really struggled at that uh style of track at Edmonton like that was not me and like I think going forward for the rest rest of the rounds of the series like I don't think we'll we'll be like how we did in Edmonton I think everything's gonna suit my style but yeah I know Kamloops was good it's definitely a it's a local track but I mean I've only like I think I've ridden there two or three times this year I didn't race there at all last year other than the national and maybe one local race so it's a local track but it's not like we practice there every weekend and it's way different on uh national day i'm sure you know that and oh yeah i think yeah and lo and local knowledge is you know you have to be in shape to do good on sunday for sure and you probably saw it with how gnarly the track was so i think that kind of that just suited my style the deep ruts big bumps and you have to be you know super smooth and i don't really think i have the all-out speed of you know a couple of the guys that finished behind me but you just have to be super smooth and steady and you know if you made a big mistake on that track you could lose like five seconds in one quarter just with how gnarly those ruts were so i think it just suited my style of riding you just you know steady eddie yeah actually if i don't know if you watched the the tv show after but the battle that moth and tyler were having there like you could see like if they made the littlest mistake it could be like two seconds and then one would catch up again and then they would it was really yo-yoing uh especially with how like every picture i've seen after the fact i'm just like oh my god like that is un especially the, the one section like uh, um, I don't know if you know if you again if you watch it where Dylan and, and Moth got together there Moto One. Um, yeah, after that new kind of big triple that left hander, there was like that left hand kind of sweeper into that table face. It was just what fifteen ruts that, wide. <laughs> that is uh, again like uh, you know I've raced around the globe, done these things, and you see uh, it just when I'm looking at that, I'm just like oh my god. Like that is unreal to, you know, pick the rut, stay in it, not cross, all that kind of stuff. So, super, uh, you know, commendable. How did like obviously you, you felt good? Like you you like long ruts like that? So you know you like a Walton type track or even this weekend coming Calgary is going to probably have long ruts if it's dug deep. You like that stuff? Yeah, I do. I think that kind of just suits suits my style. Like like I was saying, I don't think I have the. I mean, I like to think I have it, but the, the raw, raw speed to just, you know, hang it right out. Like, I don't, like, I just don't think I have, it's, for me, it's more just kind of being smooth. And I like that style of track. I like the long ruts. And I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I felt super good all, both motos, like looking at the lap times too. Like, I didn't really fade at all, only maybe a couple seconds by the end. So, like, yeah, I was, I just felt solid all weekend. And I, I just really enjoyed the track. So, I think that definitely helped with my results. Let's talk about your bike. What's uh, what do you got on it? Anything trick? Anything 
blingy uh, or is it just a pretty much a, a KTM 450 stock? Obviously, you got some suspension, but uh, let's talk about yeah. the bike. She's uh, she's got some nice Renfall handlebars, thanks to the noof. You know, he helped me out with those, and uh, <laughs> I got some really good suspension. Kale uh, Foster has been helping me out with that, with uh, direct suspension, and the, actually the Carlson racing program they actually helped me out with a set of forks i got the cone valves on there which are a big help but other than that man she's uh stock height stock ecu i think i changed the front sprocket to a 14 tooth instead of a 13 stock sprocket on the back she's uh she's pretty stock but i did order a pipe this week because i think i just want a little bit of extra power for myself because i'm a i'm a bigger guy you're gonna loop out this weekend now i might loop it out in calgary <laughs> but you know we got some elevation so it might work itself out so I don't know if you've been uh, listening to the to the podcast and stuff this year, or uh, even tweets I've thrown out. So I'm a I'm an advocate of our series. Uh, I think it maybe not on the Triple Crown side, but some of the teams. I think we spend too much money sometimes to go racing. Uh, we don't sell enough bikes. Our country's enormous. Um, and then I look at a guy like you, and you just told me, you know, you're pretty much on a stock program, couple little doodads, uh, and you get sixth, and then you go to work on Monday. Do you, if if you do, do you have an opinion of like what you're doing is something that you could uh, do for, I don't know, how old are you now? I'm 24 now. Okay, so could you do this, could you do the same program and get the same fulfillment for say another six years and what you're doing for a guy like me is proving that you can have a job, you can be regular, you can, you know, not have to travel to California for six months and all this kind of stuff and not that you know, it shouldn't and it's warranted, but our, our industry and system, I don't feel like warrants someone taking this much time away from regularity. And literally you're proving my point. You are, you are my face of this idea that, or this, this, uh, this, this, this thought that I have. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's like, uh, I always think like every year as they get better, I'm like, Oh, I want a little bit more time off. Oh, I want to go to California for four, like two months or like, yeah. I think I'm a good example of it. Um, like you said, for the next six years, could I do this? Yeah, I, I probably will, and I could, and I think I'm going to, but it, it would be nice, you know, as you get a little faster to get to that next level. You obviously got to spend more money, more time, blah, 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 blah. But you also got to be a little bit more, you got to be realistic. Like, hey, like, is this, is this really going to be a career for me? Yeah, I would love to race my dirt bike for a living, but I got to be a little bit realistic. I got to put some money away. I got things to pay for, blah, 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 blah. So I think if you have a healthy balance of, you know, work life, racing life, you can you can do it. Like, I guess you could say I'm proving that point. Like, yeah, other than a couple summers taken off, like, to go racing, like, I'm 40, 50 hours a week, you know, let's say 46 weeks or 50 weeks out of the year. Like, yeah, you can race at a pretty high level and maintain a full-time job and, get a lot of self-fulfillment from it for sure so let me throw it the other way so say a team comes knocking on the door they give you the bike and they're like okay we're gonna go here and test we're gonna do that does that do you think that that would work out or do you think that would kind of go against i mean like it's always been that same story forever right the privateer they get a ride it doesn't work out because it's not as comfortable if that were to come your way do you think it would advance what you have or do you think it would kind of hinder i mean i guess i'm asking you to rub your crystal ball right now to be honest with you I mean, I'm, I, yeah, it would definitely advance, I think, my, myself. Like, right now, it's kind of like, like I was saying, you kind of have to have that balance. Like, I got some great help with racing and all that, but I also 
I pay for, you know, 90, 90% of it myself. So I kind of have to work if I want to race. Like I could, I mean, yeah, I could probably take a t- bunch of time off in the spring and the summer, but I might burn my entire savings account up. So I kind of have to race unless like you said, you get a good opportunity from a team where you have a lot more things covered and you're like, you know what, this is, I'm getting a bit more legit now. Maybe I'll, uh, put the whole work thing aside for a little bit and kind of do a bit of a balance of both. So, yeah, I mean, I think that would definitely help. And I'm, that's definitely kind of what I'm shooting for because at some point it's going to be, I mean, you know, I'm going to have to, I wouldn't say give it up, but you, you got to grow up at one point, I guess. So yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Well, obviously at some point it becomes harder to balance the, the regular life work and then traveling for a week or two to go for in Santa Lee. Like that, like you said, the reality has to kick in, but then of course, you know, you have a weekend like you just had and you turn some heads and you, you have great moto finishes and, and, you know, probably people are like, you know, high five in and there's fans cheering. It makes it hard to just sort of like, bury that and be like well i gotta go to work here and i gotta do this so you know fuck all that positive and and stuff like that it it's it's hard probably to balance it at some point oh yeah no it's definitely it's a little hard on you mentally for sure especially like you know all i i don't ride a ton i ride enough and yeah you know it's tough to see when you know you see a lot of guys you race with they're down south for three or four months all spring getting ready but it also feels pretty good when you know when you're just riding on a Tuesday night after work and you're riding maybe a Saturday Sunday and you can kind of battle it out with those guys. You're like, damn, I'm putting enough work in. I'm doing pretty good. But then it's also you have the other thought process like, hey, what, how, how much better could I actually be if I was able to, you know, put everything into it and ride five days a week? So it's kind of one of those things. You, I just try and block it out now because I don't know. It's tough to uh, put everything into it and. It's just hard. You, I mean, you know how much, how much money everything costs and all that. It's not cheap to do what we do, so you kind of no. have to have that balance with everything. One hundred percent. Coming into this year, uh, what were the goals? Do you have goals, or are you just kind of going round and round? Uh, like, what's the goal this year? I mean, definitely build off of last year. I mean, I think every year I've kind of got a little bit better. I definitely want it to be kind of in that like five to eight range. You know, I think my biggest thing in the last couple of years has been getting really really shitty starts and that doesn't help so you never get to get behind the guy like moth or t-dags or those guys and you know really see how they ride and maybe get get towed in for a half lap or a lap and kind of you know get to that next level so that was kind of my biggest thing was you know get to that next group get some good starts and you know go from there and try and get better every weekend uh we were kind of talking prior to uh, uh getting on this your your plan is to do the whole series you're going to get a little bit of support and help from the priority mechanical guys that uh help wyatt kerr and, and my new tv uh, uh correspondent liam o'farrell um uh which is awesome like again those are they're pe- great people so you're doing the whole series is the plan yeah that's the plan i uh <clears throat> luckily i have two bikes so i'm gonna wyatt kerr is taking my bike after calgary out east and i think i'm going to join up with the priority guys at all the east rounds i'll uh the plan is to fly out most of the time on friday friday afternoons and fly home sunday nights other than i think monk and i gotta fly home monday but yeah i'll be doing the whole series uh why ktm is there a reason for that obviously i think whole shot is a good link for you right with the shop but is it is that just the, the bike that feels good or if you're buying them i guess you got any choice so why ktm man a couple of years ago I think it was 2021 because Kyle 
Kyle Springman, he had a 450, KTM 450. And I'm like, oh, let me take that thing for a spin. I want to see what it's all about. And man, after riding that thing for five minutes, I'm like, this is the bike I'm riding next year. So that was the decision maker. And KTM is really good. They're super good to deal with. I got a pretty decent relationship with KTM Canada and obviously through the dealership and everything. And it's nice. They got a little bit of contingency and this and that, which definitely helps out. Like any bit helps with the, the privateer program. So yeah, no, I, I love the bike and I really like the brand too. So I think it suits, suits me well in the program that I have. Uh, let's talk Calgary coming up. Uh, f- fan, I mean, we haven't been there for a few years, so I'm not too sure when the last time you would have been there. Although you just actually raced it uh, a couple months ago, I think, right? Yeah, there was uh, like their Super Series or Spring Series. Right, right, called. right. I did a race at the end of April there. Yeah, uh, just thoughts on the track, the facility. Are you excited? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. I love Calgary. I haven't raced like done a national. I think it was the last one was 2019. I think didn't do that good, but. Uh, I think I'm a lot better than I was then. But, uh, yeah, no, the track's cool. I was looking at the weather. It looks like we're going to – I think we might be in for a really good track because it's supposed to rain a bunch this week and be cool all weekend. So I like it. Big jumps, flows well. It's in the city, and it seems like there's lots of ruts there, and it gets pretty rough. So that's kind of more my style, I guess. So, yeah, I'm stoked for the weekend for sure. I find it wild when people say, like even myself, I'm like, oh, I love, it's my style. Where the hell do we practice on tracks like you saw this weekend with 200-yard foot-long ruts? Like, yeah, I guess, I guess it's wild, right? right? Like, how do you get comfortable? Because you really never see it till Sunday first moto. Yeah, maybe just riding all these sketchy backyard tracks or in the forest or whatever you want to call it. We ride some some pretty janky stuff out in BC here because <laughs> we don't have a bunch of bunch of tracks. So you know, we get some stuff like that where you got the long sketchy ruts that go on forever so i guess that that would make it my style i guess uh if there was something that if i was like a brand new fan and i wanted to learn about park reels is there something that we don't know other than you know you have one of the best uh you have flowing hair you're very uh, you're a good looking fella in the motocross industry i've said that on tv before and uh is there something like you know that you have like a i don't know something a fan wouldn't know what is what is Something that someone wouldn't know about Park Reels. You put me on the spot here. I don't. I don't really know. I think I put. You know, it seems to try and put it all out there. I uh, got nothing to hide. I mean, yeah, I can't. I don't know what to tell you there. All right. Okay. Hey, that's fine. That's good. I, I. I wasn't sure if maybe you were. You know, were addicted to ice cream, or you. You know, you. You. Uh, you hated shoelaces, or. Uh, you know, you love romantic movies, something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe not. Yeah, not the romantic movies. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I don't really. Yeah, I can't. I can't answer that one, unfortunately. Um, if there was a uh, a, a, a round this year that you're looking forward to, do you have one that's, or well, other than this past weekend, is that the, sort of your favorite, or do you have something that you're kind of like eyeing your eyeing up on, going, okay, I'm coming in here, I'm going to be a boss, and I'm going to like, you know, I'm extra confident. Honestly. I think all, like, man, all the tracks we get a race now are, I mean, yeah, round one, that wasn't my favorite for sure. But, you know, Kamloops, Calgary, I mean, Gopher, Gopher's cool. Gopher's tough, you know, so I can't, I, I don't think I'm really looking forward to that one. But, you know, I think all the other rounds are, I don't know, I love them all. Deschambeau, I've raced Moncton once. Moncton was awesome. Walton's fun. I'm looking forward to the, the rest of the series for sure. I think every Every track's great that we get to race. Do so. you uh, enjoy this little uh, title stigma? Um, 
you know kind of name that we're calling you know the new working man the the lunch pail racer guy like we we used to have Kyle Keese and there's Limo Farrell you know John Dowd was the guy in the states forever and uh do you do you like uh getting that kind of respect from your either your peers or just fans being like man we know you work man good luck out there kind of thing yeah I think it's cool I think it's cool to kind of I don't think a lot of people know the behind the scenes of you know a lot of racers like myself or you know guys in front of us or behind us like some guys are I've had a lot of people say oh you probably do this full time blah 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 I'm like no you know we got to go to work on Monday and Friday and blah 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 so I think it's kind of cool to get it out there and kind of you know let people know what a lot of us racers are up to on the day to day and you know kind of make it a little bit more realistic say for the younger kids that they don't need to think that they have to go to California for six months before the season to be able to be competitive in the 250 or the 450 class. Like, yeah, you can have a healthy balance between regular life and racing. And I think the biggest thing is having a good work ethic and going from there. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy the, the little thing you guys got going right now for me. Yeah, I, I, I commend it, buddy. Like I said, a, a great w- past weekend, and uh, I wanted to catch up. And, I mean, uh, I don't know. Was this one good uh, last year? I can't remember how you did here last year. Was, has Kamloops always been kind of friendly to you? Yeah, last year was good. I think I went 11, 11 7 for seventh overall. So, yeah, the overall was really close. 11 7 I... for seventh. Wow, you got handed that one. Yeah, that was that was really good. <laughs> but I think this one was a lot better just with, you know, how far I was, say, off the leaders or the guy in fifth. And I was kind of all in no man's land last year. And I think, you know, Moff, DNF, second moto, and I think another guy got a DNF and this and that. So I kind of got handed that seventh. But I think this one I actually earned. I earned the six seven. So I was pretty – I think this one was a lot better for sure. All right, before we let you go here on the check-in midweek here, brought to you by KTM Gas Gas and Husqvarna Canada, and, of course, our friends over at Race Tech and Charlie Johnson Racing Suspension, uh, who's going to win the 250 in Calgary? That's a tough one. Those KTM boys are quick, but uh, Nathalie looked really good in Camel's second moto, so I don't know. And that, like, it's, it's, a, it's a toss-up between those KTM guys and Nasty. Do you I'm watch Benoit? Do you watch? Oh yeah, I go. Do you watch the motos? I watched. I think I started watching like 250 Moto One on Monday night, but I fell asleep, so that's as far as I got. Well, no, I actually meant I just on race day. Like, do you do you spend time watching those? Because you guys are pretty much up right after the moto. Yeah, I usually watch like. Man, I think first 250 Moto, I watched almost all of it. Second one, about half. Yeah, we try and watch as many as much of it as we can for sure when we're there. Uh, before I let you go, is Benoit surprising you? Not really. He was so good. Like, yeah, he's been away for five years. But, I mean, if you stay riding and in sh- he looks like he stayed in shape and all that. So, yeah, no, I mean, he was a past champ. But, I mean, I don't think you lose that. So, it was. I don't think he surprised me that much, really. I think he was going to be that good for sure. I love it. All right, Parker, dude, thanks so much for your time, man. I appreciate it right after work. You're going home now. Going to eat some craft dinner probably some shitty dinner after a long day at the office and then you got to get up again tomorrow and uh you're a hero right now dude congrats on a great finish we wish you luck in calgary i'm gonna be there so i'll make sure i come and uh say hi and again thank you so much for your time yeah i appreciate you uh doing this with me it's been a good chat and uh i love what you guys are doing with this podcast it's awesome i listen to it every week i can't wait until the new ones come out and the manager check-ins and all that i think it's really cool and it seems like it's got a good following 
from all the Canadian moto fans, which I think it's you know it's only it's only good for our sport, which is awesome. So do we need to re- sure. do we need to replace Noof? No, no, no. He keeps uh, <laughs> holds everyone together, right? Uh, he keeps us corporate. That's what it is. He keeps us corporate. Yeah, yeah. He, he's legit. Yeah. He's legit. Uh, right on, Parker. Thanks again, bud. Enjoy your evening, and uh, we'll see you in Calgary. Yep, sounds good, man. We'll see you in Calgary.